0: Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And today on Reading the Gospel, we are continuing a linking event with the last one. And this is the healing of Jairus's daughter. Um, It's found mixed in with the story of the healing of the uh, woman that we read last time. And so the verses are Matthew 9, 18 through 25. And today we'll be reading in Mark chapter 5, we'll read verse 21 through 24, and then we're going to pick it up at verse 35 and read to verse 43, but you can also find the story again in Luke chapter 8, verse 40 through 56. So, join us in Mark chapter 5, verse 21, as we
1: read. And... When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered about him and he was beside the sea. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and seeing him, he fell at his feet and implored him earnestly, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death, come and lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. And he, that is Jesus, went with him.
0: While he was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house someone who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? Verse 36. But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. And he allowed no one to follow him except Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And they came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue. And Jesus saw a commotion and people weeping and wailing loudly. And when he had entered, he said to them, Why are you making a commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him, but he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother, and those who were with him went in where the child was. And taking her by the hand, he said to her, Talitha kumai, which means, Little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately the girl got up and began walking, for she was twelve years of age. And they were immediately overcome with amazement. And he strictly charged them that no one should know this, and he told them to give her something to eat. Jesus is again healing someone at the request. Going through these events, it seems like, oh, this is another one, but there's beauty and new details in each Mm
1: -hmm. and every story. This is a ruler or a leader of a Jewish synagogue Mm -hmm. who really wanted Jesus to come over to his place and touch uh, his child. Yeah. I remember the Roman centurion who said, uh, look, I'm not worthy to come to my place. You can say it from yeah. afar because um, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. How come that uh, one wants Jesus to come and touch, the other one just wants Jesus to say something? And it happened according to their faith yeah. for both of them. Yeah,
0: and it could be Jesus just speaks to, you know, works with the faith that they have. I, I don't know, if the, if the centurion had asked Jesus to come, I don't know if he would have come. Uh, maybe it was a distance thing, um, but here, when Jesus is heading over to, to go and meet this daughter. You know, this, this story hits home a little harder now because I have a 12-year-old, mm. and putting myself in Jairus's situation, if I were in this situation and and my 12-year-old was home uh, sick and I couldn't do anything about it, um, going out to find Jesus, I I could see myself doing that. And mm. I would want him to come to the house. You know, mm. Come come to my house. Come see my, in my case, it's my son. Um, and lay your hands
1: on him. I could put myself in Jairus's situation. A couple of remarks. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time when the three disciples, Peter, James, and John, are mentioned because they will be the leadership core that uh, will later lead the church in Jerusalem after the ascension of Jesus Christ. So, this is the first time they are uh, mentioned here. Mm-hmm. What I really like is these words of Jesus Christ do not be afraid just believe in the most difficult moments of life we like someone to assure us that God is present that um, he provides a solution for any problem um, that he is always heading towards us Mm -hmm. and uh, every time in the Bible, the heaven connects with the earth. We have this expression, don't be afraid.
0: Yeah. Well, and Jairus had faith because he comes to Jesus, he's like, Come to my house and touch my daughter, mm-hmm. and she will be well. Mm-hmm. So he he had faith that Jesus could do this. And then as they're going, he finds out she's dead. Mm-hmm. And this is
1: where Jesus says, Have faith, believe it seems that jesus christ overheard that conversation between Mm -hmm. uh, jairus and his servants Uh, they came to kind of whisper into his ear so he will make the decision or call Mm -hmm. it public i see here rather the work of the enemy who tries to uh, build a a distance uh, a wedge between us and god Mm -hmm. he tries to separate us from god even if we had some face before to to turn that face into something cold and distant yeah and this is why jesus christ said don't be afraid you just believe that no matter what had happened to your child
0: so what does this passage this event tell us about god
1: i uh saw different ways God reveals himself in this story Mm -hmm. it is when jesus christ said that uh, he's not dead he's sleeping this is uh heaven's perspective on death Mm
0: -hmm.
1: death is just sleep of course it's a deep sleep only god can awaken you up from from that sleep but it's still a sleep and the fact that someone can waken us up from the sleep and that is God that is our friend our Creator maker our Redeemer uh, that gives us courage yeah that makes us come to him boldly and present all the requests we have before his throne of grace and mercy
0: I think in this story the fact that Jesus is sending people away and he's only going with the family and Peter James and John um, this depicts a god for me who's more personal. He he's not in it for fame for show. Show, you know, the the word that came to mind for me was showboating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are not created to be fans of God. Um, this these crowds that follow him around, it can be easy to think that God wants this he wants to be the the biggest superstar in the universe. Uh no, that's not the case. He he's sending the crowds away so he can have this intimate moment and so he can be with them and share with them um this this intimate time and and there won't be a lot of publicity around this Mm -hmm. Uh, because he even says at the end don't don't go and share keep this uh quiet and i don't know how you keep it quiet that you've got mourners out there wailing and the funeral process has begun and all of a sudden daughters walking around and fine Uh, but that's what they're charged to do
1: i I just wanted to uh, to emphasize another small detail when jesus christ walked into the house and they saw uh, them wailing and uh, crying uh, jesus christ didn't didn't do that what's all this commotion about because the daughter is sleeping Mm -hmm. she's not dead yeah and they started laughing have you noticed how quickly people switch from one mood to another Mm -hmm. now they are crying Jesus Christ welcome in Jerusalem Mm -hmm. as the son of David a couple of days later the same people crucified him yeah people were wailing and mourning a couple of seconds later they are laughing there is something unstable about our human nature and in fact the whole world is described in Daniel chapter 2 like a statue with a head of gold and you have other metals mm-hmm. descending in value all the way to the feet of that statue that is sand let's put this clay and we see a wall that is always built on something weak and that weakness is that dimension of our human nature we really have to learn to believe God yeah and I compare the mourners for for sure some more professional mourners there right Uh, pay to do that Mm -hmm. but I compare those as well as the rest of the family with Jairus faith yeah who comes with Jesus Christ confident that something positive is going to happen and uh, Jairus emotions are stable and settled because jesus is next to him
0: that that fits in well with the the question how is this speaking to us what are we going to do about it um and for me i again i get back to the the intimacy um that jesus mission was to seek and save the lost and if it had gotten out that Jesus is raising the dead. You know, Already people are bringing all the sick to them. Think of how many people would be bringing dead to Jesus if this event was made very public early on. Um, Jesus says, keep it quiet. And, and so his goal here is more seeking and saving the lost um, and not raising the dead. And, and we might think, well, why? Why didn't Jesus just raise all the dead? Again, on this sinful earth, is death worse than living in sin? You know, When Jesus describes it as sleep, where we're sleeping, and, and some of my most peaceful times are when I'm sleeping. Um, I don't wish for death, but I'm not afraid of death. And I look forward to the, the resurrection when Jesus comes and when, when sin
1: is done away with. So I think that's how it's speaking to me today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apropos about speaking, Jesus Christ spoke Aramaic. Mm-hmm. So we have a couple of expressions here um, which were retained by the gospel writers, even if the gospels were written in Greek. And we have Jesus Christ speaking all the way to the cross mm-hmm. when he quoted from Psalm 22, but in Aramaic. So Jesus spoke Aramaic. You can see the Aramaic like a holy language. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Let's have a word of prayer. Father God, you are a mighty God, and you do not desire to be the center of attention, but you are worthy of worship and praise. And Father, I pray that in our lives we will live a life that honors and glorifies you. Amen. That we will look for opportunities to witness to others, that we will... Father, have this faith of Jairus that when we need you, we will put our trust in you. And even though we cannot see through the the trials that we're going through, Father, we will believe and not fear. So help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.